welcome to IVC Alumni Insights Podcast. My name is Maya and I'll be the host of today's episode. We will be sitting down with Ahmed, who successfully transferred from IVC to UC Berkeley as a math major. Hi Ahmed, do you like to give us a brief introduction about yourself, your background, your current major and which university are you going and some of your career goals. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm Ahmet. Um, I'm a third year data science student at UC Berkeley and I transferred from IVC mm-hmm. um, last semester. So this is my second semester here. And this semester I moved here, um, living in an apartment close to campus. Mm-hmm. And um, at IVC, I attended IVC from 2018 to 2020. And um, yeah, basically basically when the quarantine heat hit was my last semester. Oh. And um, yeah, now I'm here. I would like to ask about why you chose data science as your major and what are some of the career possibilities for that major? Um, well, I was actually pretty late to decide on my major. When I was at IVC, mm-hmm. um, I was taking math classes. So my major was applied math and uh, math econ. Oh. Um, and then I applied to Berkeley as an applied math major, but then I got in. Um, and then when you get in, it's not, at least for letters in science, when you get in, it's not automatic um, admission to the major you applied for. Oh. So um, you can choose from all the majors there is in the letters and science, provided that you have the required coursework. So, um, I mean, since data sciences has a um, very overlapping requirements with math, it was not really hard for me to switch to that. Um, whereas, you know, if I was if I was gonna say switch to psychology, that would be pretty hard because I don't really have any coursework um, in that sense. But um, and why data science? Um, well, I think it's um, I think it's pretty applicable to any industry moving forward, basically. And uh, you know, I don't have a specific industry in mind. Um, I'm not that type of guy who says, you know, I'm going to do this and just focus on that. I just I just want to have my possibilities um, available, and then if needed, switch to a um, sector in the studio I like. And um, I think as for career possibilities, um, well, there's a lot actually. I mean, like, so first of all, you don't have to, if, if you're a data science major, you don't have to um, um, do something related to them. So that that's, that's just, um, just a heads up. But if, uh, if you really want to do something related to data science, there's a lot. There's uh, usually the starter positions are some analyst positions, you know, data analyst, financial analyst, business analyst, stuff like that. And then as you, as you know, um, have more tenure, have more experience, you can climb up um, to a you know data scientist position, deal with you know machine learning, artificial intelligence. There's all kind of stuff, and also maybe you know you want to go to the executive route. Uh, by getting promoted and stuff. Yeah. I hope that answers your question. 
Yeah, um, thanks for your answer. I think, yeah, um, data science is getting increasingly popular these days. Um, yeah, definitely. I think so. I hope so, at least. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Um, so, yeah, um, thank you for answering. So, let I want to begin with um, asking some questions about your college life at IVC. So, like, um, what are some of the classes that you take took at IVC, and which of those classes helped you the most with your current path that you recommend students of your major to take? Um, good question. I, um, as I said, I was a math major, applied math major, and um, I took all the lower div math classes, from you know the calc series, differential, linear algebra, and um, those were those were tough. But I think it, uh, I think it really boosted my confidence in the sense that, you know, I can consistently do well on hard classes. Um, so I think that that helped me in that sense. And um, I I took a couple coding classes. And before before IVC, I've never I had never had any exposure to programming at all. So it was my first, and uh, I think that was really valuable too, like just to get a sense of how things are yeah. um, in that world. Yeah. Um, other than that, I did the, you know, um, jet GEs and stuff. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah me too. Um, just for context, um, I moved here like two years ago, and I didn't have any I didn't even know what programming is. So I, when I started IVC, I started taking, um, learning about coding. So it was really cool. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. so we're, the same, we're in the same boat in that sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what are some of the extracurricular activities you participated in at IVC and what do you recommend doing any tips? And also um, I just kind of, stalked your LinkedIn profile, um, your resume. I saw that you were a treasurer for um, financial club, finance club, and that yeah, you worked. Yeah, um, you worked I didn't make that up. <laughs> so would you like to talk more about it? Yeah, of course. Um, in terms of the extracurriculars, mm -hmm. um, well, I'll, I was mostly focused on GPA and academics, but also I, um, you know, on top of that, I um my most um my biggest extracurricular commitment was um, uh, working as a server at a restaurant so i did that for a year and a half oh wow and and also i was at a finance club treasurer um i think it's you know it helped me to you know make friends and then um, participate um at ivc in a student club so it was fun. I think it's a valuable experience and for also for prospective transfer students if if they want to transfer that's a great thing to talk about in their essays. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely recommend participating in and it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be a super like huge position or commitment that you have just have something to talk about and it, it will definitely help you. But having that said, GPA is most important. But uh, have a good GPA. Yeah, that's true. GPA is um, important. Especially for transfer students. Yeah. So um, who are some of the professors you connected the most with at IVC and 
would recommend to other students and how you were able to connect with them and what are some of the stuff that they helped you out? Some professors. Um, I, had, I had a lot of really good professors mm -hmm. and um, I was actually really surprised, you know, coming at IVC at Community College. I did not really expect that sort of quality in the, sorry, um, in the faculty, but like almost all my professors was really high quality experts of their field. And um, if I'm gonna think about a couple of them, Professor McNeil, my econ teacher, he was, I don't know, I just love this class. Um, actually, he was the reason why I kind of initially started as math econ major because it was so fun in his class how he um, you know explained everything and then outside of class we always um, you know talked about my uh, like what I want to do in the future he gave me a lot of tips um, and then yeah it was really valuable and also another econ teacher I have is Professor Collinson oh. um, yeah I had a lot of econ teachers. <laughs> A lot of good econ teachers and he was he was actually the advisor for our club the finance club and great guy he's uh as i said he's also lectures are really fun and then um he brings in a lot of experience so and at the time i was interested in that field econ and then you know finance so um yeah i connected with them awesome um both Professor sounds really cool, amazing. Um, and also, um, I would like to also, add sorry, sorry. also, also, I'll mention Professor Gray. She is the she was my writing one and two teacher. Oh. Um, I I formed a really good bond with her too, and then um, she uh, she was really uh, what should I say? She was really nice, and then it really helped a lot in uh, how I uh, looked at writing and it really improved my style yeah, Great. Sorry. Awesome. um yeah and i just wanted to add earlier that like econ and data science goes really well together like um i think it's really great mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so what are some of the resources you took advantage of while you in college and just yeah at ivc right um at IVC, I I went to um, you know talk to the advisors a lot um, in the what's it the transfer center transfer center and then just to regular advising yeah you know I had questions about you know which classes to take you know what strategy to follow um, you know all sorts of stuff and then they were pretty available so that was helpful. Um, also assist.org, oh, yeah. um, it's, it's really crucial that you look at that before, um, uh, applying to universities. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can have 4.0 GPA, but if you don't have the required classes, you're not going to get in. So make sure you have the required classes from assist. Um, mm, and yeah, I mean, I talked to the professors, other students. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that can't, can't think of anyone else. Right? Yeah, um, assist is definitely very important because I've 
I've heard about like students who didn't get in because they were missing uh, prereq or two, but. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, if you could like go back to college, like what are some of the things that um, like you wished you did that could have helped you out in the future? Um, or like, do you have no regrets? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> that would be a bold statement. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I am right now, but I, I would try to land an internship. It's not easy in the first two years to land an internship unless you like know somebody, but I mean, I tried, but I didn't try as hard. So I would try a little bit harder to land an internship. Yeah, internship um, is hard, especially as a college student. Um, so yeah, um, let, let's move on to the transfer process, which I really want to ask about. So which, which universities did you apply and what were the results and why did you choose Berkeley? Um, very nice question. I, um, well, from the, from the um, beginning, I always wanted to transfer to UCLA mm -hmm. and it's, it's because, you know, I like, I really like the location. I like SoCal, SoCal. Yeah. And um, I visited UCLA. I really liked it. Oh, wow. It's uh, math department is really good. Mm -hmm. And it, IBC and UCLA have this uh, TAP agreement. So the transfer rate for honors program students, which I am, I forgot to mention that I'm an honors program student. Make sure you are an honors program student. That's really important. And uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that as a resource. Um, it's really important because it significantly um, improves the chances that you're gonna get into UCLA mm -hmm. and maybe UCLA might too, I'm not sure. There were agreements between them, but yeah. Um, so I, I basically wanted to take advantage of that. And, you know, realistically I said, um, UCLA sounds more um, likely than Berkeley. So that's why, but then um, I applied to UCLA, Berkeley, um, San Diego and Irvine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's it. And then I, as for privates, I applied to Stanford, Columbia, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Wow. So Stanford, Columbia, that was uh, easy rejects. Um, so not not a big surprise, but yeah. and um, but the rest, the UCs, I got accepted to all. Oh wow. So I get to pick between them all, yeah. but it was really down to UCLA and Berkeley. So mm -hmm. um, and then between them, I. You know, I took my time. I visited the campuses, oh, wow. and um, you know, just like compared them. But I, I picked Berkeley, and I think mainly it was because I wasn't hundred percent sure what I was gonna do. And then I, I had the interest in tech and data science, and you know, um, just like computers, and Berkeley in that sense had just had a lot more prospects. Uh, in the case that I would want, would switch. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I had the sense that I, I might want to switch majors, which I did. And then Berkeley um, is just more, um, 
is stronger in the tech um, majors. So yeah, definitely. That was Berkeley has one of the best um, tech programs or like CS related stuff. Yeah, I think it's in top three. I recently checked it. Yeah. So uh, great. <laughs> um, so what do you think that set you apart from other transfer applicants? And like what would you consider that are your greatest strengths that shown through your application? Um well I had a really good GPA. Mm -hmm. I had a At the time of that, at the time of transfer, I had a 4.0, um, and I had a I had a B from um, a call a university unit that I took during high school, so that was basically it. So GPA was really strong, uh -huh. uh, but other than that, I think um, I think my essays are are good too. I I really talked about how uh, you know my server experience. Um, and then doing that with school kind of like improved me as a person. And then I got better at time management, blah, blah, blah. My <laughs> essays were good too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, as a transfer student, there's, there's really a, not a lot of stuff to, um, you know, set, have, have it set you apart from others. But as I said before, GPA is really important and then it doesn't hurt that you have good essays so um, yeah. yeah so and, uh, and by the way i completed all the lower the requirements classes oh yeah that's interesting so that, i think that that should be as important as gpa to have uh, all the required classes completed yeah definitely um so like did you consult anyone about your essays or stuff like that yeah i i went to a counselor Oh. I went to a private counselor, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. And I had like three or four sessions with him. It was really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, I can, you know, provide that in chats or something if you want. Yeah, definitely. I can link it um, in the website or like when I post this. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Did you, I can't see it yet. I think it doesn't. Oh, wait. I'll actually, I'll try to find it at the end of the um, session. Yeah, it's all right. No worries. Um, you can remind me. Yeah, we can continue that. Um, so, so you wrote about your um, like part-time or full-time job? Yeah, part, it was part-time. Oh, okay. So um, part-time job and yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I think they really want to see the time management skills and stuff like that, um, that or like anything. It doesn't really have to be um, college club or activities. Like it can be full time jobs or part time too. And yeah, I definitely, really, definitely. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. And so, like, um, did you apply for transfer during the pandemic or? I think it's mm -hmm. during the. Um, yeah, uh, so for UCs, the application window, uh, I think, closes at November 31st, if I'm not wrong. So you can apply till November 1st for the next year. And 
quarantine, you know, pandemic hit um, mid-March-ish, late February, mm -hmm. at least for here. So um, when, when pandemic hit, I was already done with all the applications and stuff. I was taking my last semester classes. Oh. Uh, and then I, the decisions were available, I think like mid-April. So I got accepted, but I was in quarantine. Okay, I see. I thought but it, I, I got really lucky to um, to have everything done before quarantine. It would it yeah. would probably negatively affect me. So I um, I have a lot of you know sympathy towards people who have students who have to um, get through with it during quarantine. Yeah, that must have been really hard. Yeah. yeah, I initially thought um you did it during quarantine, so I was going to ask about it, but um. Yeah, yeah, so you didn't. I mean, that's great. Like, um, it's hard to do it that time. So um, to a student of your major, um, what activities would you recommend doing that would become that would help them become a competitive candidate for transfer admission process or prepare for a future career path in the field? For my major, did you say? Yeah. Okay. Um... I can interpret it as data science major. Okay, I think, um, and I'm gonna be a little bit repetitive, but I think uh, course uh, required course completion and GPA is the most important. Mm -hmm. You can, um, like you can possibly try to do some projects online mm -hmm. that you find. Um, can't remember of some sources, but you know you can you can try to do some projects that will exhibit your um, coding or data analysis skills, or you can get. I was gonna say certification, but I don't think you can talk about that in your application. Yeah, like if you do some projects and stuff, maybe you can mention that in the essays. But um, as I said, main factors would be um, the academics. Yeah. And you know, outside of class, if you do if you do an internship in a you know tech company or actually whatever position, that, that would definitely be helpful. It doesn't have to be a tech company, um, but if if you find a position related to the major, that's great. Yeah. But uh, I also want to underline when you apply to UC Berkeley for the uh, major, you actually apply to the Letters and Science Department. Mm -hmm. And then, so you're actually being considered for the letters and science department, not the major. And um, if you want, you, you actually want to apply the major once you get in. So for the um, like pre-majors, pre I think a lot of them are like that in letters and science. Oh. Um, admission to Berkeley doesn't mean admission to the major. Oh. So you, you're not, you don't really have to like have a lot of stuff outside of class that is relevant to the major itself, um, but it doesn't hurt too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that that was one thing I didn't know before. Um, um, you, you apply to a major, you get in. Doesn't mean you you automatically have that uh, declare that major. You have to declare it after that. And this is true for a lot of letters and science majors. For your specific major, you should. I'll put a disclaimer, you should probably double check that and not take my word for it, but um, 
I'm assuming it's uh, a lot of them are like that. So um, yeah, GPA and academics. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, I didn't know that it was like a pre-major or like you're not, um, you didn't directly get admitted to that major. So that's interesting. Um, and also um, like, what advice would you give yourself at the beginning of the transfer process? And what are some of the key insights that you gained while applying for transfer that you would like to share? I, I could have started earlier. Because <laughs> um, it takes a long time and it's really stressful. Mm -hmm. And also, um, you know, that November, um, I said that it's due November 31st, right? Yeah. And I think I did the most of it that that uh, October and November, so the last two months. And um, it would have definitely helped if I started earlier because it's uh, at that time, when, at the middle of the semester, that's when usually starts, uh, classes start to get really, you know, um, throwing you with assignments, projects, and midterms, all that stuff. So um, yeah, start early. Definitely. Um, so um, based on your experience, like what do admission officers most look out for in an applicant? Like um, if your GPA wasn't so high, how could the applicant compensate to still have a chance of getting being admitted? Well, as a, as a transfer student, you have the um, GPA and what courses you got had and um, your essays, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the inputs, inputs. And um, well, it's, it's really up to the essays. And in the essays, it's, um, it's up to you to create a compelling story mm -hmm. for yourself. And it is, uh, you, you basically need to sell yourself really good if you can't rely on your GPA. And um, you need to convince the admissions, um, admissions that you are really passionate about that specific major, about that school. And then, um, you know, at the other essays, you can talk about how you overcame specific challenges and then um maybe not like specifically say this this is because my like because of this my gpa is low but you know you can kind of mention stuff that you did outside of class that kind of uh, it's, it's a subtle subtle reference that you know that, that's that's kind of why my gpa was low i did a lot of stuff outside of class maybe that's a thought I see. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, your GPA is really high. So like, I mean, it's already pretty good, but I think essays are also important because like that's, I mean, there are some of some students like who got admitted, their GPA is not like as high, but like their essays were like really um, good. Like, so, and, uh, yeah. and I can add one more thing, actually. Um, if you and this is um, this is a specific case. So if you if you don't have a really high GPA, mm -hmm. and um, if like let's say you're a business major, right? 
Mm -hmm. But you you really want to go to Berkeley or LA. Yeah. And the same holds for engineering. You know, other schools within within the school uh, within the university. It if if you're like if you're like you know not not hundred percent sure or um kind of percent uh clear that you want to do business or engineering it but you want to go to berkeley right that's your dream school that's for sure it might help that you apply to uh, another college within the school so applying getting into letters and science is easier than getting into business Haas school or um, the engineering school so um you can kind of adopt that strategy. One of my friends, he he had a GPA. I think he had the same GPA, and you know, same extracurriculars. I mean, not not the exact same, but you know, comparable. And he had good essays too, but he couldn't get into Haas Business School, Berkeley. Oh. So, you know, if you have a dream school, but your major is not hundred percent clear, you know, you can kind of apply to the letters and science and then find your way through. There's a lot of good majors there. So that's a strategy, not professional advice though, <laughs> just a strategy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's like, that's like a, one thing that we do, like I, that data science and like computer science is like in the same um, letters of letters and yeah. science. Yeah, so. In, in um, Berkeley, actually, there's, uh, um, there's a particularly interesting uh, computer science um, issue. Let me put it this way. So for computer science, there are there's two majors actually. One okay. is the computer science major within the engineering department. It's called EX, Electronical Engineering and Computer Science. And the one in letters and science, which is just computer science. And they're the same, like same classes. The faculty is the same. But um, one is that you can get into letters and science and then declare computer science. And the other is that you have to get into electrical engineering. So um, yeah, just, just to put it out there, there's actually two CS majors. And one is, one is really for, one letters and science really for you know, students to, who didn't, didn't know what they're gonna do to have a second chance to actually change their mind and declare CS. But it's really, it's not easy to get in. You have to have a good GPA and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's, um, that's I guess, that one thing that a lot of people don't know. Um, yeah, so I didn't know too. I learned yeah. like last semester. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Um, yeah, thank you for answering. So um, let's move on to the um, internships and like career related topics. So like, um, what are some of the projects that you did? Like I saw on your resume that you did um some projects. Um and like is it something that you like did by yourself, like self-learn while you were in IVC and like um how did you overcome some of the challenges? Um the projects, mm -hmm. they're actually um except one, they're all um pro class projects. So um, they're from last semester mainly. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I have this um, structure and uh, what's it called? Yeah, structure of computer programs class where it's, um, you know, a general um, introduction, not 
no, it's not really an introduction, like a secondary level computer science class. And it, it had a lot of projects and it was really hard. It, it took really long, but, um, and uh, same with another class, it was a data class and it had a lot of projects too. And I, I spoke with an advisor and then he told me you can, I mean, you should, if you don't have outside projects, you should put the class in class projects to your resume. And um, yeah, that's why I did it. And uh, it's it's important that you have it because it's it's the most relevant experience you have when you're applying to an internship or um, you know professional position. Mm -hmm. So it's important to have it. And you said what challenges um, did they pose? Well, they were really long, and um, I had a partner we together. You know, spend a lot of time on it, um, ask help. Berkeley provides a lot of resources. Uh, I think that's that's one of the main uh, difference between IVC and Berkeley. It's uh, it, for specific classes. There's a lot of resources like TAs. Um, you know, office hours are very long, oh. and graduate students they're helping. Um, yeah, basically the staff is for course staff is really um in depth sounds awesome yeah um so what tips do you have for like community college students who are looking for like internships and how can they differentiate themselves and compete with people from four years universities for those positions and like for example like what kind of technical skills they should be developing i see well I haven't had an internship before, so I'm probably not in, in a position to answer that, but I'll do my best. Um, if for a tech position, definitely you need projects mm -hmm. that you completed and you have to have them in the resume in a way that you're selling it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then you have to, you have to, you know, in the job uh, postings, there are some keywords, some of them bolded, you know, the requirements, responsibilities that they want. Um, so I think how they, as I understand, they, uh, they kind of look to resume, but they also sort keywords. So it's crucial that you have the keywords in the responsibility and uh, requirement section of the uh, job posting. So it's really good practice to tweak your resume um, towards each application you uh, apply for. So, you know, not dramatically change all, but, you know, little touches here and there in order to have, you know, that you have the uh, required responsibilities, match the keywords. Um, and also, I mean, if you, the job you're applying, if it's more kind of, you know, like businesses, more like social skills are, required you can adjust your resume in that way too yeah awesome um i think that's really interesting um like like tailoring your um resume to each job um also i learned that uh like you should not have it in a template you know there's online resume templates um you shouldn't use those just use a word plain word document because it's uh, it makes it easier for them to um, like sort and then oh. uh, 
you know, search for whatever stuff they need. So if it's a template, the format um, is not suitable for the things they do. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I guess templates can be kind of like confusing sometimes, I don't know. The, um, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. Just a plain word yeah. uh, document. Yeah, all the way. Um, so I, um, so like, I know you have like coding um, skills. So like, how do you develop those technical skills and like grow efficient at it? And like, what are some of the learning resources that you would recommend to students on like online platforms? or like your favorite, um, personal favorite? Um, well, I mainly learn from the classes I'm taking. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, you know, a lot of people, they, uh, they get some online certifications, they learn um, some languages online. I didn't do that, but um, that's, that's definitely something you can do. Um, I think there's this uh, LinkedIn um, certifications uh, oh. portion of it. Yeah. I haven't really looked into that, but I heard that's a thing. And then, you know, that can boost your profile or, you know, resume. Oh, wow. If you, if you talk about it. But um, yeah, like in classes, if you try to actually like learn and then learn how things works, how the you know the implementation works and not just try to do sufficient enough to pass. I think I think that that should be that should be pretty good. Yeah, I mean I personally like I do some um online like I learn on online platforms. So like I feel like classes taking classes I learn better for some reasons. But yeah, um thank me, you. Yeah, me too. You yeah, there's more motivation to do good you know if i if i take an outside course i'm i don't know i'll, I'll probably skip, skip and not not spend that much time but you know that's me if you're more dedicated and more um you know determined maybe it, it, it would work for you yeah yeah um thank you um so like for the last part i would like to ask a few questions regarding your current um life at university, um, UC Berkeley. So what resources did you take advantage of at like UC Berkeley? And like, what are some of the resources you would recommend as the first steps for transfer students to take um, once after they're admitted? I see. Um, well, for me, it was kind of tricky. So my first semester was online mm -hmm. and uh, it, it wasn't super easy to adjust or at least to get a sense how everything worked um, in front of a computer screen. But um, I, I would recommend just um, when you get accepted, like probably preferably in the summer, you know, before it, uh, the semester starts, just schedule an appointment with like a career planning counselor um, and then just like go over the classes that you want to take, what you want to do, you know, ask for advice. Um, what should I do extracurricular? Should I do projects? Blah blah blah. Um, and other than that, there's a lot of clubs here. 
Um, so even even when it was online, there was a lot of clubs. So definitely take advantage of those. I mean, the more people you meet, the better it's going to be. Just like expand your network. Um, and well, currently I'm trying to do that. So that's why I can, can actually answer it in, in detail. Um, and yeah, like make sure you have, um, make sure in the classes that you're taking, you're meeting people to you know, attend the discussions, the labs, um, and also take advantage of the TAs and um, graduate instructors who are there to help. Uh, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of resources. Thank you. Um, so um, you talked about like, um, like trying to network and stuff like that. So like, and, and as a community college students, like, I think it's kind of like harder to like fit into the new school because like there are students who have been there since the very first year and like have their own um, little group. So like, um, what are like some of the other like similar challenges that you face um, trans transitioning from a college to UC Berkeley and like how you have adapted to those changes? Um, well, be before that, I'll, I'll tell you this. There's a lot of transfer students. Oh. There's a lot. So I, um, I was really surprised. So you never feel like you're, you know, you're a big minority. Um, <laughs> So in that sense, it's pretty, um, you know, you see a lot of transfer students, you, you don't feel as, uh, as isolated or, you know, as a lot of people alone. But um, the challenges I faced, you know, obviously I'm, you're lacking two years of um, uh, student life, campus life experience mm -hmm. and you, you don't know a lot of people, you have to meet people, a lot of people really fast. Um, I think that's the main challenge. In terms of academics, um, it's it's significant. I mean, it's hard, um, but it's not it's not a huge, huge jump from IVC, but it's it's harder. So you need to put in more work. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's also at least for me, not there's not there's there isn't uh, the stress of you know maintaining a four point oh GPA is not present. Like I, I I don't have to have a four point oh GPA. I mean, you don't have to have a four point oh GPA too, but you can kind of get away with yeah a lower GPA here. I'm I'm not saying you have to have a four point oh GPA. Okay, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. don't let that discourage you, please. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, you can, you know, I, um, you don't have that stress too much, you know, the application stress, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's both more comfortable and a little bit harder at the same time, but I think it kind of balances out. Yeah, that's true. Um, so like, I want to know, like, how competitive is, is it to apply for internships at university, especially in a prestigious school like Berkeley? Uh, as a transfer student? Um, yeah, it's not easy. There is, especially right now, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of positions because of Corona. Oh. And a lot of them are online, but 
yeah, I think specifically this semester is harder to get it. Um, but other than that, they um, they have a lot of resources. They um, they invite companies to the fairs. You know, um, this year we had virtual fairs where you get to meet um, employees, employees sorry, employers, and then um, you know share your resume. Hopefully, they'll get back to you. But um, yeah, they have they have a lot of resources. Cool. Oh, that's great. So um, the so like, are there any clubs or organizations that you are part of currently part of in Berkeley related to your major or like just anything? Yeah, I am a part of a club called Data Good, oh. which is a student club that uh, that does uh, projects, uh, data science projects, and um, it like you have a you have every, there's like six or seven small teams that works on different projects and then um, you know you work with a partner and at the end of each week you present your uh, progress oh, wow. in, in my project is we are predicting uh, cardiovascular diseases using machine learning oh, wow. and yeah, it's kind of fun. It's interesting. We'll see how it goes. I just that's, that's cool. That's very cool. Um, awesome. So yeah, um, for the on the final note, so like, are there any other tips or advice? I think, uh, you know, when I was at IVC, mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, everything, I everything sounded you know too too good to be true. Like Berkeley, UCLA, Irvine. There's a lot of transfer rates. The, it's it's not that hard, Mike. Like these are world class schools. That doesn't sound too right. But then, um, you know, the UC system, it's really really transfer friendly. So it's it's doable. Like if you trust in yourself, and then you know you have the you have the necessary stuff, and um, if you definitely participate in the honors program. That's for sure. It significantly improves the chance that you get in UCLA. And um, um, so, yeah, like I, before I was CI, I didn't think I would go to Berkeley. But then um, with the with assist, with um, the career resources, transfer resources, and the different uh, resources that the school provided me. And with the help of that, it, it wasn't that hard. So I definitely, you can do it. You can transfer to a really good school. All right, thank you so much. Um, also, um, last question, I just wanted to ask, like, did being an honors program, like, um, escalate your chance of getting into UC Berkeley also? Or is it something like um, UCLA? I don't think there's an agreement between Berkeley and IVC because we're UCLA and IVC. There's a TAP agreement where, which is if you're an honors program student, you get um, priority admission. So I guess that means like there are two, two students. One is an honors program student, one is not. Everything else is the same. They're going to pick the honors program student. So that significantly improves the chances. But for Berkeley, I 
don't think there's some sort of agreement, but uh, I mean, I think it's a plus for Berkeley to, to be in the honors program, you know, complete the 15 unit honors pro, uh, classes. Um, yeah, I think it just looks good. All right. Um, thank you so much, Ahmed, for your advice and your personal insights. So it, it, we're so glad to have you for our panels. So yeah. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thanks for having me.